Hey, welcome back to another episode of Mike'd Up Marshev. This is Mike Marshev, and today I have a special guest on the line, Vicky Freed from Royal Caribbean uh, Cruise Lines. And it's going to take, uh, today's episode is a little longer than normal. Normally, uh, we take five to ten minutes uh, to impart some very valuable, valuable information. But today, uh, it's going to run a little bit longer, closer to 40 minutes, because we have uh, Vicky on the line, and she is going to address many of the questions that my inner circle posed. Uh, and she's going to shoot from the hip, tell us exactly what's going on in the cruise industry. I think you're going to like today's episode. So without further ado, let's cut right to the chase. We'll go right to the videotape of the recorded recent interview I had with Royal Caribbean's Vicky Freed. Here we go. Hey, Vicky, can you hear me, Vicky? Can you hear me? Wait a minute. I see Vicky. Hold on. Hold on. Vicky is there. Vicky Freed is in the house. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear and me? I, I can hear you. Wait, say it again. Say something else. Uh, Mike, it's such a pleasure to have this opportunity to be on your yeah. call. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Now, let me let me do this, Vicky, before we get started. Thank you so much. You're fresh off another call. You know, um, I hope you're okay. Did you get your water? You get your tea? You get your coffee? I got my water. I'm good. You're offset. Okay. Let me, let me show this. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I'm not going to show this. Oh, okay. I guess I'm not going to show this. I had, I had our picture, Vicki. Um, remember you, we took our picture at the trade show and I had the big yeah. mic and it, we were together. I had that. I was going to show it and I, I don't see it up here. I can't, I was going to show that to the crowd. Okay. Any event. I know you are so busy. I want to thank you for coming today. And here are the rules. I only have a couple of rules. If I ask a question, Vicky, that's unfair or, or is, a, is not something that you want to share, just tell me. Just say that, Mike, some other day, you know, punt. You just say not, not today. Otherwise, I ask my members to, um, to send in a lot of questions. I think I sent you some of them yesterday, last night. Don't blame me if you didn't have time to look at them because I'm not going to use any of those questions anyway. So don't even Good. worry about that. I got new ones. I got new ones. Hey, right off the bat, right off the bat, does, not Royal Caribbean, but what, if, what are other agents that you have learned what, in, in your universe, in your world, what are agents doing today, Vicky, that you've heard that are keeping upbeat and proactive and in the game? What, what, are, the, what are the winners out there doing during these negative times? Well, it, it first starts with your attitude. Uh, can you hear me okay? Uh, yes, I can, yes. Okay, so it starts with your attitude. If you have a positive attitude that, you know, this is just a, a speed bump in the road of life um, and that we are going to get through it, your clients will feel the same way. You know, positivity right now is probably at a low and we need to really encourage and be proactive in making people feel hopeful and planning their vacations. I think what the, the most successful travel advisors right now are doing um, is they're staying connected with their clients. And as you just mentioned, I came off of my coffee chat and literally hopped off one platform onto another platform. And today we had Abe Hughes, one of our strategic account managers, a former cruise director, actually host a virtual cruise night for our travel partners. 
We had a little over 3,400 travel partners on the coffee chat, which is typical what we get every week. Um, sometimes we go up to 5,000, 5,500 when we have somebody like Richard Fain or our Royal Gift Giveaway. But on average, we have over 3,000. And what he demonstrated today was a virtual cruise show that every one of our strategic account managers can do and host for you, the travel advisor. It doesn't matter if you only have 10 people show up or 100 people. We have the time, we're happy to do it. And it got people in the mood. I, I was looking at the comments in the chat box and people were saying, Abe, this is so great. I wanna do it. And, and people asked questions, what is the cost? There is no cost to this. All you have to do is email your database um, and say, come join us for armchair traveling or come join us for a cruise or a travel talk. And it gets people excited. They're back in the mood to travel and to plan that vacation that, People need, people need vacations right now. They may not need them tomorrow, but they missed their 2020 vacation. They need to make sure that they have 2021 fall or summer planned or even 2022. We're doing, we're seeing a lot of bookings for 2022. You know, Vicki, I wanted to, because there were so many questions, I, I didn't want to waste a lot of time with, with pre-show banter, but I, I, I was remiss to, and everybody knows this. So I'm, I'm just repeating something everybody knows that, that this is my inner circle here, but this this woman on the screen, folks, she is the real deal. Okay, <laughs> you know it, and I know it, and and Royal Caribbean is the real deal, and I just I just can't say enough about Vicky, and and that's why you got on the show because everybody said they're watching your weekly show. Hans today, Hans Hess today said there was a tremendous show today. He already piped in, and I'm going to ask you some questions, but let me reiterate. They can call their BDM and set up a virtual cruise night for their audience. Is that correct? Yeah, it's that simple. And you know, and, and Hans could probably attest, or some of the people that were on the coffee chat, you don't really have to do much. Um, you have to get the people there, and however. Hey, many hey, Hans! Hans is going to love that. Say that. Uh -huh. Hans is going to love. <laughs> and then, really, our strategic account manager takes over for you and they even say have a slide see because we have it all pre-prepared and so now it's just the personality that makes it come alive but we even had a slide on why use a travel advisor so that we can articulate to the consumer you know why using a travel advisor is the best way to plan your vacation Vicki, I'm going to, uh, I don't want to steal your thunder but 8, 10, 15 years ago I invited a multi-millionaire businessman to one of my boot camps and he came and talked to travel professionals. There's a point here. Listen to the point. Okay. And he said in Chicago, he said, I come to work at 6 a.m. I go home at five. I sit in my office. My employees do all the work. I love talking to entrepreneurs. Here is my 800 number. Call me for any reason. I love to talk business. Now he's a multimillionaire successful man. I said, Larry, you're nuts. There's 40 agents out there. You're giving them your, your phone number at your desk, and you're saying, call me at any time. And he said, Mike, don't worry about it. They won't call. And they didn't. And why I share that with my inner circle is because, folks, Royal Caribbean just said, call me. And everybody nods their head and says, what a great idea. And I'm afraid you're not going to call. You're not going to do a cruise night. It's there for you. If, if you want to succeed, you got to do it. Make the call. And Vicky said, 
like Hans, sit back, have a cup of coffee, and let Royal Caribbean carry the load. So I challenge you, do that. This guy's still sitting in his office waiting for the phone calls. He's not getting in. Okay, here we go. I'm not giving you my number. I don't want anybody to call me. I, I have no answers. I, I just forward it to Vicky. That's all. Yeah, and I'll give my cell number to everybody who wants it. I mean, I welcome the calls for the, from the travel partners, and my cell number is 305-458-0463, and that is my personal cell, and I'm happy to have you call me on it. And uh, Because really, at the end of the day, that's what we all are trying to do is connect with people. And I see, if I can just address something, Mike, I see Nancy... Um, Mice, uh, Mice, Mice. Yep. Yeah, yes. I was on the coffee talk too. Is a strategic strategic account manager the same as a BDM? It is. It's exactly the same. And sometimes I say BDM, and we gave them a change of title a few years back, but it is the same person. Okay. All right, Vicky. Some rapid fire. Just not in any order here. But um, when the ships get back in. Will they be capacity controlled now with the new COVID situation? That is the plan as of right now with the CDC that we would be at reduced capacity. And we're already sailing in Singapore and we are at reduced capacity because we want to make sure that all of our protocols and procedures are manageable. And then as we have more time in, in the water, we will increase the capacity level. So uh, people have asked me what what percentage uh, we think 50 to 60 percent initially and then depending on you know how everything is going now what's happened is the vaccine has now kicked in and so as a result the speed in which we are able to get back into service at full capacity will probably increase a lot faster now jumping to a question with the vaccine as the topic are you going to require everybody to have a vaccine to get on your ship Okay, so quite, you know, those answers change from moment to moment, but the answer today is no. And the reason why it's no, it's not to say we don't want to encourage everybody to have the vaccine, but there are some groups that just can't get the vaccine right now. Uh, children, for example, will probably be the last audience that can get access to it. And being a family brand, um, we will probably be okay. Everybody will have to have a COVID test to get back on our ships. Um, but there, you know, the population, we expect once we start sailing, 50, 60% of the population will have had uh, the vaccine. Maybe even more of our guests will have had it because of the age and uh, getting, you know, more mature pre people as well. Uh, the crew will all be, 100% of the crew will be vaccinated. They will not be able to work on our ships without the vaccine. And will all will masks be required for everybody on board? You know, um, they will probably be required initially. We have that right now in Singapore, but a lot will depend on when we get back into service and where we are as a society. And uh, but I do suspect for a period of time, um, people will be wearing masks. Obviously, not in your stateroom. We have the the right filters in our air conditioning, where you're getting fresh air all the time. Uh, but I think when you are in certain places, you will have a mask on. I think people will want to do that themselves. I know there's no crystal ball, but do, do you have any idea when, wait, back up. Are you going to go through test cruises first? 
You know, that's what we announced initially, and that was part of the CDC's requirement. Um, you could say that in Singapore right now, we are doing test cruising, except that people are paying us to be on them. Um, we did announce that we were going to do test cruising when the return the conditional sale order came out in, I guess it was Halloween. Um, but now I'm not so sure. I think we are. Um, we, we, we're still planning it. Um, but I don't know for how long it was each ship was going to have to do it. So we'll probably plan a few and we'll invite our travel advisors, our crown and anchor guests. And, and we're even now talking about um, doing something for healthcare workers, uh, people who are on the front line to, as a thank you for them. Beautiful, beautiful. That's fantastic. That's the kind of company you are. That's, that's fantastic. And crystal ballish, there's, there's no guess, right? When this is going to happen, there's no guess when we're going to get back on the ships. Unfortunately, that crystal ball broke a long time ago. Um, you know, right now we've canceled sailings through April, uh, the end of April. And uh, we also did cancel Quantum of the Seas, uh, Alaska this week. And the only reason we canceled that is because she's in Singapore. She's doing really well. And right now, Canada has not said yes to cruise ships. And so rather than have four ships doing Alaska this summer, we've downsized to three hoping that Canada opens their doors to us um, as an industry. So we thought better to leave the quantum in Singapore. I have some questions about assuming that we're cruising again. Let's, uh, but before I do that, what, what message do you want your travel partners to deliver to their audience? What, what, what should be the chain of, of communications moving out to the, to the traveler? Coming That's from great. you to the agent, to them? That's a great question. And I think the most important thing is that cruising isn't going to come back until there's a safe and healthy experience. We will wait this out, Mike, until we know that we can deliver not only a great vacation experience, but a safe and healthy experience. And just so you know what we've been doing in our downtime, um, where we've had the ships out of service, is... And maybe this is really too much information for this group, uh, and I wouldn't want this posted on Facebook. I'm just sharing it with your inner circle because there's a level of trust here. Is we have ICU units that we have so built. So what? Wait a minute. Let me reiterate that because, Vicky, I'm 71, and I realize there is no such thing as the word secret. So, okay. I won't. If you, if there's any doubt, don't say it. But I'm telling the inner circle. If you hear something, it stays right here. But uh, Vicki, don't test us. If it's not, if it's borderline, don't test us. Okay. Well, what I shared, and some of you heard it, is that we now have ICU units on board our ships. So we've expanded the medical facilities. We've added more physicians and more nurses. Um, we even have rooms that, God forbid, there was an outbreak, although now there probably would not be a major outbreak with people having the vaccine. We even built rooms that are quarantine rooms so that, you know, if you look at what happened in the spring of last year um, with another brand, and I'm not going to say the brand, but the, the virus spread everywhere. And we as an industry, we're not prepared. So it doesn't, I'm not picking on another brand. I don't know that we could have done a better job. We hope we could have, but we don't know. Um, and so when you had a husband and wife, for example, in the same stateroom and one had the virus, 
The other was going to get the virus. Now our protocols suggest that we would take the, the person who is not well and put them in one of our quarantine staterooms. They're beautiful staterooms. They've all been equipped with lots of things to do uh, with videos and uh, DVD players and uh, prepackaged food. And, and then there will be room service uh, so that the spread won't happen. And, and that was what really happened, right? And then all of our crew members are going to have the vaccine. And so as a result of that, um, you're going to see a better controlled area. Right. Perfect. Okay, good. I don't know if um, I can't see the the comments or the, the chat boxes. Okay, I don't have that set up right now. But I know Trinita, I think Trinita just wanted to do a shout out for her BDM. I don't know if you can see that. But, but if you can see that. that. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. And Hans and a lot of people are chiming in. I can't see that, but, but chime in. Okay. Uh, all right. Here's a question. I'm going to cruise again. And I go into the big hall where I have to do my paperwork. What, what can I expect? What can I tell my future cruisers to expect once they hit the dock? Okay, well, we've always had very fast embarkations and debarkations because we invested in that technology. We will give people allocated times to show up, um, but everything will be on your phone, you know, and that's how it was even prior to COVID. Um, you could check into Terminal A and everything was on your phone. It was like on and on the ship immediately. So um, it'll be paperless. We have been paperless. Um, it'll be facial recognition. And then here's the best part. You know, people, there are silver linings in this entire experience is we accelerated what we were already working on. And that was e-mustering, which is the safety boat drill. So you know how when you've always traditionally gone on ships and you're either in a lounge sitting side by side with somebody or you're standing at the lifeboat, depending on the, the class of the ship. Yeah. Those will, that will not exist. You will watch the lifeboat drill on your phone or uh, on your tablet or even in the stateroom. You will then verify that you've watched it. You will now then on your own on the first day of the cruise before we set sail, go to your lifeboat station. A crew member will be there to make sure that you understand this is where you're to go in the event of an emergency. And you're on your way. You can even bring your pina colada with you to the lifeboat drill now, which is no longer a drill. It's just a check where your lifeboat is. So things have gotten a lot better as a result of COVID. And uh, even like the shows, for example, um, our showrooms won't be packed. Uh, you will have space, social distancing, or what we call physical distancing, because we are a social environment. So we're changing the words to physical distance. Um, you'll be grouped and seated as a family or as a couple, and then there'll be empty seats next to you. So it means that the shows are going to be played and shown more often. Uh, okay. And, and what about the, the, the uh, dining upstairs, the buffet where you used to help yourself? Buffets are going to happen. We're just going to serve you. And isn't that the way you want it to be? I mean, so if you are at the sushi buffet and you say, I want 20 pieces of a California roll, the, the server will put the 20 on the plate for you and you can go back as often as you want. Nothing changes in that experience other than we will make sure that it's a healthy environment, that you're not touching the utensil because if your hand, you know how we have you wash your hands before you get into the, the restaurants? If your hand has a virus, we're not going to let you touch anything. And it's, it's for the safety of everybody. I like it better that way. Right, right. I always, yeah, so do I. Absolutely, so do I. Fantastic. 
Okay. Um, let me go on here. We get the test cruisers. Another tough question, but I'll ask because I was asked. When you want the, um, the, the, the interest to pick up again, do you think there's going to be price benefits or do you think you're going to make up for the lost revenue and have to increase prices as we go along? Well, I mean, we're going to price in order to sell it. So it's, you know, supply and demand. And I do, I do not see pricing going down, actually. Um, there's a lot of people with the FCCs and there are a lot of people with 125% um, FCC. So we're seeing that people are buying up. Um, so I, I don't, you know, again, that's a crystal ball question. Yeah, uh, I, I don't I know, see pricing being down and dirty because with all the enhancements and with more crew on board, um, I believe like an Oasis class ship will have five physicians and 10 nurses. Now we normally had two physicians and I think five nurses, um, but we are going to have more medical care. We have the special medical officers. We have infectious disease officers. Now, now that the vaccine has really is coming into play, I don't know that we need all this, but at the time we were working with the healthy sale panel, we are an overly cautious company and we put safety above everything else, safety for our guests, but also for our crew. So we may have over compensated in the things that we're doing, but better to be more prepared than less prepared. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially, especially now. Do you see Cuba in your future now that we have a new administration? I think that's really up to president Biden. Um, I think it'll come back. Um, so I, but I'm not sitting in the White House on Pennsylvania <laughs> Avenue, so I can't really share yeah. what, Mr. Okay. Biden, what President Biden is thinking. Good, good answer. Um, I read today that the, uh, the airlines, they all are coming in with a special apps for their phones. Are the cruise lines going to have some app to expedite and, and to show the, the, um, the credentials and to speed things up? Yeah, we already have an app and we will make sure that um, if you've taken the vaccine that you'll be able to download the little certificate, the card, so that we can see that you've had the vaccine. Okay, so that's going to simplify things too. Okay, and, and I saw today in your tips, uh, Vicky's tips at noon today, you announced the, that FCC redemption, new re redemption program. You want to share that with us? Is that something the agents should know about? Yes, and, and many of, I, I'm looking at the chat box, many of uh, your inner circle were on the coffee chat today and they are saying um, that they, well, they were on it. So they heard the piece where we now have technology that allow you to put in um, the certificate and stack the FCCs. You'll be able to stack as many as eight FCCs. Boy, if somebody's got eight FCCs, they, they are a loyal cruiser. That means they were canceled multiple times on one booking. And you'll also be able to share the FCCs within members of the family or in the same stateroom. And that was something, you know, we really listened to our travel partners. We don't know it all at Royal Caribbean. We don't pretend to know it all. But travel advisors are on the front line with the consumer. And we, we don't book a lot of direct business, so we don't get as much feedback as travel advisors get. And so when travel advisors shared with us, you know, it would be so easy if you could just develop technology for the FCCs and 
if you make them stackable and if they can be transferred to other people in the same state room, because sometimes the person that was originally going to go can't go um, and they're substituting somebody else. So this technology, um, we're very fortunate that we're able to move very quickly uh, with technology, some technology, not all, <laughs> not the best all the time. We have an old platform, but Juan Silva really did accelerate this because our travel partners said they needed it. And I get it. How is the ports of call affected? Can I get off the ship and on the ship and like we did in the past? Is that a, is that a fair question? Is that a good question? Well, I think it is a fair question. I think it depends on when we really get back into service. And, you know, initially with the conditional sale order, um, everybody was going to have to be in their own bubble. The, uh, they'd have to go off the ship together and go on certain tours and they wouldn't be able to go on their own. Um, I think by the time we get back into business uh, and sailing, that may not really apply, but that is the thought process right now. So if you were going to Europe, you would have to get go on a tour and you wouldn't be able to deviate. I think there was a cruise line in Europe where, can't, I don't want to say which cruise line because I, I can't really remember. I know it wasn't Royal Caribbean. Some, somebody broke the bubble. They left the shore excursion and they went shopping. And when they came back to the ship, they were not allowed on the ship. But, you know, things are changing very, very quickly right now. And I think that you're going to see by the time we all get back into the water, it is going to be a different experience than what we are planning for right now. And that is realistically not sooner than three months. Well, we've said we're canceling sailings all the way April. through April 30th. Yes. Yeah, so. so April. Yeah, that's what I mean. So and then we're just playing it day by day. Gotcha. OK, I'm not I'm not I'm not fishing. Um, Vicki, what what question, what's the most asked question that you get? Hmm. The most asked question is um, probably one of survival from the travel advisors, um, you know, and it's something that I share with our sales team. We just had our virtual um, sales meeting last week. And, you know, I remind our teams to be very empathetic with the travel advisors uh, because unlike all of our teams that we work for a big corporation and we are still getting a paycheck every two weeks, travel advisors only get paid when people sail and when people vacation. And there isn't, there aren't a lot of people vacationing right now. So travel advisors say, what should I do? How do I earn an income? And that's why we came out with RCL Cares Part 2, which we have not announced all the details, uh, which is $40 million that we are going to set aside for interest-free loans for travel partners that they don't have to start paying us back um, until 12 months afterwards, and it's good for three years, where we're at Royal Caribbean going to, on a leap of faith, just say to a travel advisor, if you need a loan, you can come to us and we are going to give you money. Now, you might say, wow, why, why do you have to wait a couple of weeks to do that? Because you would it's just amazing to me because I'm on the, I'm under the gun with Richard Fain. He wants that money in your hands ASAP. And he's, he's, you know, giving away money is not so easy. Um, we're not a bank. We're not a loan institution. And even though there's no interest on this, um, 
there are regulations in the, like Canada, you can't just do this. In California, a really difficult state, my home state where I was born and raised. Um, so we are engaging a third party who has the, the licensing to do this, but then they're like, they're not getting interest. So the quotes that we're getting from this third party would eat up a lot of money that we want to give to travel advisors. So that's one way. So it's, it's really about survival. And, and I feel for the travel advisor, because other than if you're booking all inclusives and some um, fun and sun destinations, if cruising was your bread and butter, you probably are struggling a bit. And I hope that many of you are home based and many of you to have lower overheads, or maybe you are retired and have other sources of income. I am worried that the longer this goes on, the fewer travel advisors we could have in our industry. And that to me is not a good thing. I want to have very successful travel advisors out there telling our story because we are a great industry. Consumers need you because you are the value interpreter. You help guide a consumer into making the right buying decision. And I've always believed that. Uh, and Mike, you and I have talked about that. The travel advisors play a critical role in the vacation of a consumer. And that vacation is an important part of their year. I mean, even me, who's in the travel industry, when I booked my family to Africa, I went to a travel advisor. Um, there were six of us in my immediate family. It was an expensive trip. And I asked this travel advisor, who was an Africa specialist, um, between these three brands, what do I want? And she really qualified the whole experience for me. Um, and she, I remember she said, you know, I charge a fee for my consulting. I said, great, I'm happy to pay it. I don't want to mess up my vacation. And it was a perfect vacation. She guided me perfectly. I did the AMA waterways um, yeah. River Cruise, the Zambezi Queen, along with a whole bunch of different, you know, components, Victoria Falls, the, the safari and everything. I couldn't have been happier with it. And it was a lot of money, this trip. But you know what? If you ask my family, my kids to this day, they will say that was the best vacation that we ever took as a family. Yep. And, and everybody on the line is, is th that's their game. That's the, what that's the role they play. That's the opportunity that's available to them. And not everybody wants to take advantage of it. Not everybody, but there's an awful lot of people that do. Absolutely. Um, I had a, I was going to say something. Oh, I know. Uh, I wanted to go public because, you know, Vicki, you said you get 5,000 people up to 5,000 on your weekly show. Well, keep this low, but uh, mine's about 25,000. Okay. So I get, I get a few <laughs> more than you. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. But, um, but Trinita uh, uh, shout, made a shout out to Amy, bon is it Bonheim or, or Bonham or something? Yes. Right? And, and I just want to remind people on the line, applaud people that do a good job, okay? Royal Caribbean is doing a great job. So I hope that you all touch base with your BDMs and tell them because everybody needs kudos. Everybody needs to feel appreciated. They're working hard. You know, Vicki, I can't imagine having a cruise line for the last year. I mean, the, the stresses that the people, the managers are going, it, it's incredible what you're, you're and you're still smiling. You're, I, I don't get it. You know, I, I know there's going to be a comeback. I know that. But Royal Caribbean is, as one of the people said in the chat box, is the, the best in the business. I mean, you put your money where your mouth is. 
Vicky's cell phone. I mean, come on. You can, don't, don't call her past midnight, though. Please don't do that. But she will answer the phone, and she does call people back. And, and she was on the – we've chatted, and Nick, Vicky, you called I, – I said, Vicky, will you send my people a couple of emails? She's I'll do one better. I'll call them up. And she did. I mean, this woman is the real deal. Royal Caribbean is the real deal. Well, Vicky, you. I know that uh, you've been talking for two hours now. What uh, close up with something that you want to say to the inner circle folks that that, that will help them feed their families and, and feed your family? Because that's what we're here to feed your family. That's what we're here for. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I, I think it's really important that we just all have patience. And, and we don't think that this is only happening to the travel industry and the cruise industry. Um, COVID has affected the world. We have to get healthy as a society first before we can get back to living life the way we want. You know, this morning I'm involved in a charity and um, they're having their gala uh, in March and it is going to be in a live event and uh, it is also virtual. And they're, they're doing the whole socially distant part of it. And, you know, we're, we haven't, and it's, it's, a, it's a charity that helps children. Um, so the money is important to this charity. And, you know, I think we just have to be patient um, and get healthy as a world, as a society, and then we can start living and doing the things we want. And that this isn't exclusive to travel. You see it with restaurants. You see it with retail stores closing up. Somebody yesterday told me Godiva is closing up all their stores. I mean, when we stop eating chocolate as a society, that's it. That's the problem. But you know what? We're all affected. I think the only company that's really thriving in this is Amazon. And every day I open my front door and I'm so happy. I feel like it's Christmas and Amazon is here. Year, even though it's not always such exciting stuff. So I, I leave you with the thought that every red light eventually turns green. And this we've been at this red light a long time. It will turn green and we just have to be patient and we have to just figure it out how we can survive during these times, whether it's the, the PPP money or you just kind of keep connected with your clients. That's the most important thing you can be doing right now is keeping connected with clients and, you know, just pick up the phone and call them and just say, hi, Mike, I, I was just thinking about you and I just wanted to check in. And how are you doing these days? How are you feeling? And you know what? Mike will respond. And that's a conversation. Stop with so much email. And that's why I call travel partners because I get between five and 600 emails a day. I can't get through them. And I do get through them, but you know, sometimes it's like, I don't have the energy to type a response. Let me just pick up the phone. And I just have always believed that email is a monologue and a phone conversation is a dialogue. If we did more dialoguing and more conversations, we would connect more with people than an email. An email is a one-way conversation. So try and just reach out to clients during this time. This is your opportunity. Yep. Wow. Is that, is that well said? Vicki, now listen, I'm going to have a, a moment of, of, of silence here so you, so you Vicki, can go look at the chat box and, tur and turn red and get embarrassed of all of the nice things these agents are saying about you. Because wow. once I end the meeting, I think we lose those. So I want you to take a moment and just feel good about reading those because it's all about you, Vicki. Thank you. Well, I just typed in my phone number. <laughs> 
Somebody didn't get it all. So wait a minute. You can you can multitask. You were talking to us and typing at the same time. If you only saw my desk right now. So <laughs> I have a big computer screen. I have two iPads, two phones, and even when I'm doing my coffee chat, I'm texting people when it's not when I'm talking, but we're in the chat box and we're in the panelist box. I'm looking at the questions. <laughs> That's the one thing we've learned how to do is multitask. Well, tell, tell Versha that I'm very upset with her because I invited her to, to show up today and she didn't. So I'm going to have to get Versha on her own show next time. She would and the last, the last thing I want to do, Vicki, is congratulate you um, because you're a grandma. And I, is the name Otto? Otto, yes. Congratulations. That's, and you, are you moved into Boca now? I am two weeks. Um, it's crazy because I am working every day. And so it's hard to unpack, but uh, it's been wonderful. Well, you're getting close. I might, I might bump into you at the post office or at Publix one of these days. Yeah. That's the funny thing is, you know, I used to take my, I used to get all my mail done through the office and now every day, every other day I'm at the post office. And you know, that's the other thing. Remember the handwritten notes because that makes a difference. Even, and yeah. you know, just don't forget the personal touch. People just don't get mail these days, and what they do get in their mailbox isn't so exciting. So just send people a note. You know, it's funny because um, the other day I was talking to Michael Goldner, and it was after our sales meeting, our virtual meeting last week, where one of our strategic account managers said, you know, we should really get healthcare workers some sort of a discount. So I, and so then Michael Bailey, my boss, the president of the company said, Vicki, it's up to you to follow up on that. He goes, that's a great idea. I said, great. He goes, talk to Goldner. So everybody, we have so many Michaels in our company. So I called Goldner and I said, hey, Goldner, we've got, he's a Michael, My, you know, Goldner, we got to do something for the front line with a special rate, just like we do for police and firefighters. And, or, and so he, he said, okay, well, when do you want to do it? I said, well, let's do it on March 30th. Let's announce it. Now, don't run with this because I'm not in control of this. I said, he goes, why March 30th? I said, because it's doctor's day. Come on, Michael, you should know that. <laughs> and he goes, doctor's day. And I said, yes, if every year I send my doctor um, at University of Miami a doctor's day thank you card. And I just write a note saying, thank you for taking good care of my husband, you know, Gary and me and throughout the year. And we appreciate your dedication. And do you know, whenever I need something and I call his office, they always know me. And I don't go to the doctor very often, very rarely. I don't I barely make my once a year appointment. But you know what? That staff says, Mrs. Free, you are always so thoughtful to send us a doctor's day card and to thank us and to acknowledge us. It's exactly what you were saying, Mike. So write this down, folks. It's I think it's March 30th or 31st. Yeah doctor's day send a handwritten note to your doctor just thanking him or her for the great service that they provide not only to you but to so many patients and how appreciative you are that's it one two three and let me tell you you will always get an appointment and they'll feel you know, great and they'll remember you you know i uh, i live in a, a, a gated community here and i walk around the area and every day i i, I notice the, the people walking diligently to their mailboxes. They're, they're all walking to their mailboxes, hoping, hoping that there's something in that mailbox that doesn't look like a bill. I mean, they're just, and, and when, and you see them close them disappointed because there's no mail today. So don't, 
don't sell snail mail short, folks, because it's a giant opportunity. As Vicky said, quick handwritten note. It, it works it want, once. It works wonders. And I know that a lot of people on the inner circle know this and practice this. So I'm happy to say that they, this is not news to, to, to them. This is not. And I do see somebody mentioned Nurses Day, and that's another important uh, holiday to acknowledge our nurses who are out there and probably even more at risk. So, and that is in May. And anybody you know who's a nurse, even if they're not your nurse, but maybe they're your friend, please send them a note. Tell them how much you value the work that they do. And I'll tell you one other, we can, we can uh, slap on top. And I make a big wave to the guys as they go by me. I give a big wave to the UPS driver and a big wave to the prime, uh, uh, the uh, Amazon prime drivers, because they're, they're coming till 10 o'clock at night, delivering the goods. And uh, last night a guy came and my wife went out to say hi to him. And he was, had his 10 year old kid with him. And we had a nice chat. Dad and dad and son were out delivering packages at nine o'clock at night. And and a little acknowledgement goes a long way. Goes a long way. Absolutely. Vicky, I'm going to reiterate just one of the comments in the chat box. You keep reading them and keep turning red because you're the best. And I'm going to tell you that you're the best. And I want to thank you for taking the time today, double uh, doubling up like you did to talk to my inner circle group, not my, but the inner circle group, the, 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 the A-team. And everybody appreciated it. I appreciated it. And I'm looking forward to when this green light goes on, because then I'm going to meet you somewhere for a sandwich. All right. Sounds good. I'm here to serve all of you. So thank you for everything you do, uh, not just for Royal Caribbean, for our industry, and most importantly, for your clients. Thank you. Vicki, thanks so much. Hon. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. I have to believe that Vicki Fried is one of the busiest women in the industry, and I'm so grateful that she took the time out to speak with uh, my inner circle group today. And I wanted to share her comments with you. I thought they were right on the money, and I thank Vicki once again. I'm very grateful for, for her to uh, come on the show. And that uh, wraps up another week of Miked Up Marshev. The weeks are just flying by. It's, we're moving into uh, February now. And I will just invite you back seven days from now for another episode of Miked Up Marshev, brought to you by Trav Market Media. Go to www.travmarketmedia because there are a number of podcasts there that are going to help you build and maintain a travel business that you can be proud of. And I will put another word in there, a profitable travel business. Go to travmarketmedia.com, check out the podcast, and by all means, Come back to Miked Up Marshev one week from today. I'll have another episode for you. Who knows what it's going to be? Stay tuned. Always a surprise. Hey, a surprise for me too. So I'll be here and I hope you'll be there too. Talk to you then. Bye.